Good evening and welcome to 3AM Thoughts. I'm your host, Riley Bird. If you're new, follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That's l-i-n-k-s dot b-y-r-d f-l-o-c-k dot com. If you're already in the Bird Flock cult, make sure to spread the word and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. All right, let's get to it. This is it, you guys. Three more weeks until I get my braces off and I munch on all that spooky time candy. It's been far too long since I have had any form of naughty, naughty treats. So, applause to your host for being as diligent with elastics as I've ever been in my entire life. Now today, we are talking about something that is controversial. And many of you may not agree with me, but I have to say it. Clover lawns are better than grass lawns. Yeah, we're going there. So, first of all, fuck my HOA for their presupposition that grass lawns are the superior lawn, which is, in fact, not true. Uh, Grass lawns require a substantial amount of water. And in years like the past few where they implement a drought ordinance where they're like, oh, well, you can only use a third of the amount of water that you traditionally use on your lawn. Oh, and by the way, if portions of your lawn die because they're not getting enough water, we're going to go ahead and fine you for that, which I have a fundamental problem with. The people regulating things also setting uh, an unrealistic standard for compliance, which is how we get into our second topic, which is pubic hair. But we'll get to that in a moment because I'm actually in favor of that regulation. Yeah, you guessed it. I am a... Oh, my gosh. I just dropped a thumbtack on the floor, and I am not brave enough to trust my judgment to look for that after this recording. That could have been very bad. I'm incredibly clumsy, and I have... A pretty specific fear of sharp objects penetrating my body, so that would not have bowed well. All right, so I suppose you guys are wondering about pubic hair. That's likely why you clicked on this, unless you are a lawn enthusiast, in which cl- in which case, um, congrats. I'm also big fan of lawn care and gardening and uh, things like that. You know, uh, pre-2020, that is actually how I, you know, decompressed. Some of you may not know. I had a really just expansive tomato garden and just, like, 
more zucchini than I have ever seen in my entire life. It turns out it's very difficult to kill a zucchini plant. So if you're starting a garden and you really want, uh, you know, that added boost of confidence that comes with not killing a vegetable, I highly recommend that. But enough about my garden. Let's talk about the secret garden, pubic hair. Now, for those of you who don't know, because I certainly didn't, pubic hair can be regulated as a genital in quite a lot of places. For instance, Washington State Municipal Codes regarding uh, stripping entities uh, regulate that no pubic hair can be shown, and it lists it in sequence with your genitals and anus, which is just crazy to me that no other hair on your body is regulated but that. What is the difference, really, between hair above your genitals and hair in your armpits? Is one more erotic than the other? I don't really... I don't really think so, honestly. Now, the rise of the hipster stripper has brought to my attention the new wave of European fashion trends, namely the hairy armpits. And I will tell you, my audience, what I have also told those women. If I have an opportunity to have sex with a woman that has armpit hair that is visible I will shave her like a black and white French lesbian film because I do not get down like that. I have I I have to my recollection never had a full bush. And I know that that sounds like a pretty crazy statement, but I have always hated body hair. It's just, you know, my family is predominantly Italian and I'm just like not about the whole uh female werewolf movement, not not a big deal. In fact, I will be a prime candidate for any female uh, spinoff of any sort of body grooming product because I hate it. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying that the, you know, the only way to live a fulfilling life is to have no pubic hair. But what I am saying is that if you choose to have a full bush and not trim your pubic hair, you're a barbarian and I can't deal with you. So does that necessarily encapsulate men as well? Yes. I think that if you're getting your dick sucked and the sucker of your dick comes up with a mouthful of hair. And nothing has brought this to my attention, by the way, more than having a face full of hardware that will snag any fluff, curl hair of any kind. If I swear to God, if I come up from sucking a dick and I have a pube in my braces, I'll lose my goddamn mind. That is so, so the least thing that we should have to deal with in 2020, like just this century has mastered being able to shave and mirrors and just technology that used to be like, you know, limited to lords and kings. 
So there's really no excuse to just let your body hair run wild. And I mean, I do say that having, you know, the longest uh, head of hair that I have ever had in my entire life. But that gets it gets everywhere. Like take it. If I am sucking a dick or if I'm engaging in, you know, sex of any kind, put a fucking ponytail in. What are you doing now? Unless you plan on braiding your pubic hair, which I don't recommend. That's super strange and definitely don't send me pictures of braided pubic hair. That is very triggering to me. I am not, not down for the long short and curly movement. Um, just, I mean, tidy up, tighten it up. You know what I mean? Um, just get in there and, I mean, at the very least, keep it about eyebrow length. Like, I'm I'm not bringing a machete if I'm going down on you. You know what I mean? That's just insane. I don't want to feel like I'm hacking through the Amazon rainforest. And that is really the only way to live your life. Hello, my bird flock. It's time for a fabulous flock fact. Did you know that honeybees like it hot? It's true. They keep their hive at a toasty 93 degrees Fahrenheit. And if it gets chilly, they vibrate their bodies to create enough body heat to warm their hive to that toasty 93. You can get more flock facts and farm-to-table smut on OnlyFans.com forward slash Riley Bird. That's OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. Again, find more fascinating nature facts and see me hot and horny at OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. So I guess what I'm trying to say with all of this is that if you have a terrible regular grass lawn, then you probably have an unkempt bush as well. And I'm pretty comfortable standing by that statement. Now, some of the added benefits of a clover lawn. Um, First of all, you mow it like twice a season. I mean... Unless you have a lawn mowing fetish, I've got other shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, I want the benefit of a nice, lush, four-leaf clover-ridden lawn. I need all the luck that I can get because, let's be honest, I'm late to every trend. And I do not have the pop culture knowledge to elevate me to superstardom. So let's just start growing that luck. You know what I mean? Uh, Second, if you have pets, which I assume you do, because let's face it, who would want to, you know, not have a pet in the collapse of society? I'm saying, are you tired of discolored spots in your lawn? And if you're a pet owner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Guess what? Clover feeds on the poison that other lawns can't handle. Basically, if you have a clover lawn, 
your lawn is superior solely in that uh, a neighbor's dog can't ruin all of your success by, you know, pissing on an errant patch of your lawn. This lawn is so powerful that it outcompetes other weeds. You're going to never have to weed this lawn. Who is a fan of weeding? I would say uh, exactly zero people love to weed lawns. This is the ultimate capitalism grass. Are you ready for a plant that's going to outcompete crabgrass and uh, sedge? I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure that that is that super thick, uh, dense weed that always pops up in your yard and it's like a huge pain to pull out. I'm like, what are the downsides to clover? Well, it turns out very few. Um, it will stain clothing easier than grass, but I mean, we already have laundry technology, so that's really, you know, that's really a, a zero sum, uh, argument. You know what I mean? Um, you'll have to reseed your lawn every couple of years, but like, How many times have you had to buy sod for a lawn that dies in spots or just gets overtaken with weeds because, you know, like you didn't put weed killer on for a season? I'm telling you guys, the clover lawn is the lawn of the future. Now, I'm not saying we should all have, you know, these sparse desert lawns that are just rocks, although I would be down for that as well. And Isn't it peculiar that HOAs will not allow you to just have vegetable gardens? Oh, everything doesn't look uniform. It's not aesthetic. You can't uh, feed your family in the event of an economic collapse. Isn't that convenient, HOA? It's almost like you want, uh, you know, the fall of humanity to really negatively impact homeowners. Isn't that what you're really saying by not allowing people to have vegetable gardens. And I'm not saying like purely like a zucchini vegetable garden, because let's be honest, you need about one zucchini plant per garden. And even that in a neighborhood with other zucchini gardens is too many. Like zucchini, honestly, it's, it's just too much. You know, I wish I had the tenacity of a zucchini plant. But back to the topic of pubic hair, because I really think that the shift from the sanity of kempt pubic hair and the insanity of green lawns are are grass lawns, green lawns. First of all, the grass is not green if it's not getting enough water. Let's just really drive that point home. But the kempt pubic hair and the rise of the grass lawn all really began in the 50s. And that's when people had clover lawns before the 1950s. Did you guys know that? I didn't know that. Uh, Turns out the 1950s had some great homeowner uh, ideas. So 
where did it all go wrong? Well, basically in the 1950s, people were like, oh, well, we need these grass lawns. And presumably that is when people thought, you know what? Our lawns are just these nightmare, uh, these nightmare tasks now because our clover lawns were awesome and they really had very little downside. So what we're going to let fall by the wayside is going to be our pubic hair and we're just going to let it run wild and it doesn't matter because you know the family union is like super important so like guys are just gonna deal with these just wild land bushes and i think that's that's pretty much where things just devolved into madness so I guess what I'm trying to say is if you want society to rebound, we need to start changing our lawns to clover lawns and we need to uh, trim up errant pubic hairs because that's the only way that we are going to regain a fruitful society. And what's the idea behind a front yard anyway? Like if you live in a neighborhood... Why do you have grass in your front yard? Who's hanging out in their front yard like some sort of insane person? Front yards are for flower beds and parking. What in the hell possessed these people to make these roving just lawns that are, I mean, are they just for your, for, you know, neighbor dogs to relieve themselves on? That is. That's weird, first of all. And I'm not opposed to having no front yard. I think that that, you know, it definitely lends a little bit more of uh, curb appeal and like nature to your front yard. But do we need a full sized front yard in everybody's front yard? Maybe just like perhaps a strip of a clover lawn that is both environmentally friendly invites native pollinators like bees into the area which if you have the decorative flower bed that kind of draws the eye to your front uh front door you know the bees help that out the clover lawn is a nice little resting area for passing pedestrians and their pets and it's like that makes sense. You know, that that feels like home. But this idea that you have to have like a half acre of grass in your front yard that first of all, other people judge you on is impossible to maintain. And not only that, doesn't advocate for itself as far as being a plant. The whole point of being a plant is to survive and to reproduce. And grass is really bad at that. Do you know how hard you have to nurture grass for it to grow properly and to fill in spots? There's just grass is canceled and clover lawns are the new lawns. And this just, this is the, this is the way of the new world. So hashtag clover grass. Dearest bird flock, I once again wanted to thank you for your support. I know that you had a choice of cult, and I'm happy that you chose mine. Don't forget to follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That is 
L-I-N-K-S dot B-Y-R-D F-L-O-C-K dot com. And leave a review wherever you listen.